0: Hello fellow entrepreneur, welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, energy healer and intuitive business coach on a mission to get you ridiculously excited about driving your business forward. Being a spiritual business owner brings unique challenges that you probably didn't encounter in the traditional nine to five, selling yourself and your gifts, letting go of control, trusting in the universe and believing in yourself and your inevitable success. You have valuable gifts to share, and I want to help you use them to create the business of your dreams. We're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and expansion. So let's begin. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Spiritualpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay, and this episode is part two of the Clearing Your Chakra training series that i held in 2020 and now i'm taking them and putting them on the podcast to share with more of you i had already posted part one the root chakra so if you just scroll back you can see there is an episode clearing your chakras part one for the root chakra and this episode is about the next chakra which is the sacral chakra and so just something i didn't share in the training that i wanted to share in this introduction is that if you think about the energy of yourself, think about it in terms of like a tree, for example. We're not really like trees because we have the ability to move around and walk and talk, but our energy can be almost similar to a tree in that we have these roots. Trees have roots, the physical roots. Ours are more energetic, that gives us the ability to walk around. But in the sense that we have these roots, which are like the belief system I talk about in the last episode, it's like your belief system, it's the energy that is your foundation. And so um, similar to a tree, if you plant a birch tree seed, you're going to get a birch tree. If you plant an orange tree, you're going to get oranges as fruit off the tree. And so your life has all these different kinds of roots that when you plant You start to get these results in your life and so one way to change results in your life is to begin to change the foundation to begin to change the roots and so that's what I talk about in that episode and then today we're talking about the sacral chakra and the sacral chakra is like the next step so when you plant new seeds you have to nurture the seeds so similar to a belief where if you it's a belief is just a thought that you continue to think over and over again so if you plant a new belief you have to not only continue to believe that thought by giving it power by focusing on it and knowing that it's true you know beliefs are just things that we believe are to be true and giving it that power And so that's what I talk about today, and the way that you know that you're nurturing new beliefs is through your feelings, and so that's a big topic for today. So I hope you enjoy this episode. So, for today, we're talking about the sacral chakra. So the sacral chakra is the kind of pelvic area, it's um, for women, it's where our womb is, and it's literally like the the area of creation, like I like to think of it as, as the creative chakra. Um... Anybody who says they're not a creative person, it's not true. We're all creative. We're constantly creating in our thoughts, in our, as we speak, we're creating our reality around us. And, uh, so this is really very, this is a really, really important, um, chakra, especially, especially as women, you know, we create, not only do we actually physically create human beings, but all of our ideas we store down there are, Concepts when anything new that we're creating we start with the root chakra and then that energy flows up into the sacral chakra and that's Generating all our new desires. Oh, I can see Hannah joined. Hi, Hannah Okay, so the sacral chakra this is uh, Creativity as I was saying it's also a very spiritually Focused chakra. I mean, I feel that they are we are spiritual beings, so they're all very spiritual but spirituality I've heard I myself haven't um, given birth or had children, but I've heard women say that after they've given birth that their spirituality really gets uh, heightened, is that the right word? I don't know. You mothers, you tell me what, what your experience is after, after giving birth, how that has affected your sacral chakra. Um, so this is the chakra, it is I feel. So today we're talking about our feelings. So. Just to recap on yesterday, the root chakra is the basis of the energy. We were talking about beliefs, so our belief system is really important. And a belief, according to Abraham Hicks, a belief is just a thought you continue to think over and over again. Um, beliefs can are passed down through the generations. They're passed down through, um, they're even I've read in books that our beliefs and our the energy that comes from beliefs or um, events that have happened in the past can actually be passed down through DNA. So, that I find, not only just like, are we taught beliefs, but it can literally be passed through our DNA as, you know, our parents, through our parents through their, like, generations before them. So, I found that really interesting, because that's just even one layer on top of our belief system. But, that doesn't mean you can't change your beliefs, because, as we were saying yesterday changing your beliefs can be easy it's just that's just another belief so okay so beliefs so one of the things when I learned that that we can change our beliefs I got really hung up on this idea that oh my gosh if I want something to change I have to change all my beliefs around it right and we think like thousands of thoughts a day And it would be like a full-time job to sit here and analyze each and every single thought that's coming through us, right? Um, So some of the things I talked about yesterday are really good if there's like a really prominent belief or a belief that you feel comes up in a lot of different areas of your life because if you're able to understand that belief and then kind of tackle it, and when I say tackle it, I mean just start to shift it. That's a better feeling way of saying that. of just shifting that belief slowly over time. So that really works for some of the bigger beliefs that you have, but you have thousands of beliefs, right? Like I was saying, like your belief system is like, you have core beliefs, but then you have beliefs that come out of your beliefs. (laughs) So when you think of it that way, it's kind of overwhelming, right? Like I can't sit here all day and tackle all my beliefs and try to change them. So the big ones is really good to know what those are and to shift them. So how do you know in a moment to moment what you're creating, right? Because ultimately we wanna create, that's what we're talking about today, the Sacral Chakra, we wanna create our lives the way we want them, right? We have desires, we wanna make them our reality, we wanna create that, we want things to flow, we want ease, we want joy, we want all those things. So how, how do we know in each moment if you're creating what it is you want? And one of the best, or one of the, I think is the more easier, there's I'm sure an even easier way, I'm going to put that out there, an <laughs> easier way to do this, but one of the easier ways that i found is to focus on your feelings. And so in a moment, in any moment, even right now, let's take a minute, just to ask yourself, how are you feeling in this moment? Um, Abraham Hicks has an emotional scale, which I don't have in the pdf, but you can google it and or it's in the book, um, the first time I ever learned about the emotional scale was in Ask and it is Given by Abraham Hicks, and they explain it in full detail. Basically what it is, is our emotions range on a scale from like the lowest of the low, feeling depressed, completely powerless over your life, when you say, it, I'm sure if you've ever felt that way, like it's just life is happening to you, that that low, low on the scale, and the complete opposite of that is like powerful joy. It's like, but you know that feeling. It's like feeling on top of the world. That's how I've heard it put before, and I think that's pretty pretty bang on. It's feeling on top of the world, right at the top of the emotional scale, and in any moment, whatever thoughts you're thinking. Are generating that emotional feeling that you're going through so whether you're at the very bottom or at the very top your thoughts are creating that are um, creating that energy and that energy is resulted in how you feel and so wh- how you can use your feelings is what they call an, a guidance system and when you're able to figure out whereabouts on the scale you are you there are ways that you can start to tune yourself up the scale. Abraham Hicks likes to call it us like a radio tower. Or even just think of your radio station in your car. And so you're hearing 107.5 and you want to hear 105.3, you have to turn the dial in order to attune to the radio frequency that you want to start hearing. We can do the same thing with us. If you think of us as like energy, we're all energy, we're all emanating energy, we can tune ourselves to the frequency that we want, so the energy level, which is through our feelings, whatever energy you want, so you want to feel, so you know when you're on top of the emotional scale, you feel alive and energetic and excited, and and that's the energy that feels good, and when you feel good, you create what you want. the very top of the emotional scale is love, joy, freedom, empowerment, passion, eagerness, so that's ultimately how you want to tune yourself. If you're at the feeling at the very bottom of the scale, for whatever reason, you know, things happen, um, there's nothing wrong with feeling a negative feeling at all. There's And I I really want to put that out there because um, when I know for me, and I've heard other people say this, when they first hear this concept, whenever they feel a negative feeling, they kind of beat themselves up about it. Like, I don't want to be here. I should be feeling better about this. I know, I know better. But that's only going to keep you, keep you stuck down. And actually something that's very interesting about the sacral chakra is when we don't process certain emotions those negative emotions like grief and anger and sadness those can we they can get stuck especially in the sacral chakra but actually negative energy can and negative emotion can get stuck in many places in the body but one that I've noticed especially in women is in our sacral chakra so in order to move to move in order to move past it you must move through it And especially in the last couple years, the more I've realized this and learned new ways of processing my emotions, I've been able to let go, move through them faster, and then move up into joy more quickly, move up through the emotional scale more quickly. So, okay. So how do you do that? What emotion do you find particularly difficult to deal with? And there could be a number of reasons for that why that particular emotion is difficult to deal with so i'll tell you a story from my own life when i was little and i only realized this once i noticed that this was even a thing um when i was really little my my mother i was mad at her for some reason i don't even remember what the reason was but i remember being really mad at her and she said you can't be mad at me and as a child I took, because she's my mother, I took her word for it, right? You kind of, and that's what a lot of us did with our our parents or our guardians or whomever. We looked up to as children, whatever they said kind of, kind of went, you know, maybe not forever, but definitely there were times in my childhood where You looked, I looked to my parents and thought, well, they know what they're talking about. So I listened to them and she said, you can't be mad at me. I took that quite literally, (laughs) quite quite literally. I didn't allow myself to feel. And there were, there's definitely, you know, we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all do things that trigger each other. And there were definitely times when I was triggered, but instead of feeling that anger and processing and working through it, I would just push that down. And, and kind of instead take it out on myself and be like, oh, I'm I'm not allowed to be mad at her. Why am I mad at her? I shouldn't be feeling this way. And so pushing that anger down. So what I really, as a coach, one of the things that I really like to touch on when we talk about the sacral chakra is, is the inner child. Um, it's like I was saying yesterday with the root chakra. Beliefs have can be passed down, traumatic events can be passed down, and then how we process our emotions is also taught to us. And oftentimes as children, for whatever reason, we're not always taught, and even sometimes well into adulthood, it takes a while, we're not always taught how to process the the, the more difficult emotions. The number one thing that blocks the sacral chakra is unprocessed negative emotion or just unprocessed emotion it it just until we're able to move through that because emotions they are ever changing they're ever ever going up and going down We're ever on this this cycle whether we're feeling good or we're feeling down we've all experienced every single emotion on the emotional scale everyone does and so it's so interesting to me that some people say i'm not emotional Because we we all are, we all have emotions because we were given our emotions as a guidance system. It's a way of being shown where you are in relation to to where you want to be and to what it is you want to create. The other thing that's really interesting about that is um, if you believe that, which I believe that we're all intuitive, one of the ways that our intuition and our guidance system, or and our guides, speak to us is through our our emotions so when you feel something like pay attention to that pay attention what does this mean what is this trying to tell me where am I where am I at on the scale what um, what what is being triggered here you know and and that's why I think working with our emotions is so much easier than working with our thoughts because any number of thoughts can can um, bring about that emotion so Unprocessed negative emotion is something that blocks our sacral chakra. Then what puts our sacral chakra in balance? And that is joy. Getting to that high vibe feelings of joy when you feel creative. And and often when you're feeling creative... Um, and you're doing something that you truly enjoy, your sacral chakra is wide open, that energy is flowing. So being creative, and that can, being creative can mean anything. You know, I used to think being creative was just like painting or art or um, arts and crafts, but you can be creative by making a meal. You know, cooking has, is very creative. Um, making jewelry is very creative. Organizing your home can be a very creative task. Um, Right now I'm painting my home and that brings me a lot of joy because as as I'm creating it and then you get to see the final product, it feels so good. So what are some of your guys' creative projects and creative um, hobbies that you like to do? In relationship to our desires, which is what we were talking about yesterday. So where you are and where you want to be. Um, I was using the example yesterday of listening to our intuition. Honestly, the times I hear my intuition the most, and I've heard this said by many other coaches and intuitives, is when you're in joy. When you're feeling joy, when you're feeling passion about something, when something sparks your interest, when you're having fun. Fun is so, so important. Um, And as we were talking about in our child. You remember being a child and, and how just fun just came naturally. That's just what you were always looking to do is have fun. Fun is just such an important part as human beings. And and doing the things that make us feel good. It's good to feel good. So I don't know if you guys follow Gabby Bernstein, but that's one of the things she says all the time. And I love it so much. And it's such a an important reminder. It's good to feel good. It's good to want the best out of life. It's good to want more and desire and crave expansion and and want better for ourselves it's good to feel good it's good to feel good so how do we feel good if you're not feeling good how do we feel good okay it's a good question so one of the ways i was just talking about is moving up that emotional scale so figuring out where you are are on the scale so one of the ways you can figure out where you're on the emotional scale is by starting with a range so in my today so I want you guys to do this right now. At right now am I feeling more powerful or powerless? and that'll give you a clear indication are you higher up on the scale or lower on the scales and then you you shorten the range okay so if I'm feeling powerless today, am I feeling more like frustrated or am I feeling more anger? and then that and then that kind of shortens the range until you feel and you know exactly okay. Today, I'm just feeling straight up discouraged. Things I've been trying to do are not working. I give up. I don't want to try anymore. I'm done. And that's okay. And so all, and that's okay. Wherever you're at is good. It's okay. All it is, it's just an indicator. It's just like when you look at, so uh, Abraham Hicks likes to use this analogy. I'm going to use it too. Is when you look at your gas gauge, you know, you're driving in the car and you just look down at your gas gauge and you see you're at, Half full. Do you get mad? You know, like, oh, I've driven already. Half my gas t- gas tank is gone, and now I have to fill it up again. Great. No, you just think, okay, my gas, my gas is at half, half and em- half full, half empty, whatever you want to look at it, and then you can kind of decide, okay, what do I need to do to get it back to full? Well, I'm gonna wait a couple days, and then I'm gonna swing by the gas station. So. Now you want to start to learn how you can fill up your own gas tank. How can you bring yourself up the emotional scale? What feels good to you? So start to think, what are the things that you really enjoy? Enjoy enjoyment. That's so important. Joy, joy, joy. What brings you joy? Even the smallest things, you know, the smallest little pleasures during the day. Is it a cup of tea? If you're feeling something's not working for you or you're just feeling a little bit overwhelmed, can you just walk in? walk somewhere, get a cup of tea, take a few deep breaths. Meditation, does meditation help you feel better? Um, Just sitting there, taking deep breaths. Does, what creative projects can you bring more into your awareness? So I was talking to someone the other day, she's an artist and she likes to paint. And she says when she paints, she just feels alive and expansive and, and art brings her so much joy. So I said, well, how can you how can you incorporate that even in small doses? Um, because maybe sometimes people believe that um, they have to make like a big thing out of their passion, you know. So for me, I really enjoyed writing. I've always enjoyed writing. As a kid, I loved writing. And as I grew up, I kind of developed this belief, which is just a thought you think over and over again. I started telling myself that I needed large chunks of time to write you know oh well if I'm gonna write I'm gonna need like two hours and I just don't have time for that so I didn't do it but if something brings you joy even for just five ten fifteen minutes a day in the small doses do it just do it and you'll start to realize that when you're in joy time expands you expand life expands when you're in joy it's so so important so I haven't been seeing any um, comments, if you guys are here, can you just let me know? Just let me know in the comments. Say hi. Tell me where you're at. <laughs> Tell me if this is resonating with you at all, talking about this. Um, so if joy is our natural way of being, or so I've been told, Joy is our natural way of being. Why don't we all just live in joy all the time, 100% of the time? And often the answer is we were taught that it wasn't our natural state of being. Um, I'm sure you've heard of people as you got older telling you, oh, you need to get realistic, you know? You, You need to get a real job you need to, um, just tough it out. That was the one I was always taught growing up. Oh, if you don't like doing something, it's too bad. You just tough it out. You just do it. It doesn't matter if you don't, don't enjoy it. And, and this might be, I'm not saying that's not true sometimes. Maybe sometimes you have to do something and then, but it started to become like this mantra that I was starting to see everywhere, you know, that that and what i was saying before if it becomes a belief you start to see it in your reality it reflects back to you it, it's that never ending cycle so um so i needed to change that i needed to change that to be like what if what if and doing what i did yesterday what if i could feel more joy during the day what if it's true that joy was our natural state of being what what would that look like for me what does joy mean to me what is joy How could I feel more joys during the day? What would I truly, really love to be doing? And those are the questions you want to start asking yourself, even if it's the smallest thing. So it was even a couple years ago when I started going to therapy, my therapist asked me, what do you, what do you love? Like, what is, what's yours, you know? Um, What's yours that you love, that you like to do? And... My, i felt like my list was very long <laughs> i told her i like go to work and when i'm at home i like to watch tv you know <laughs> i like to watch tv and i like to take baths and she's like okay well how often do you do you take baths and i was like oh i don't know i try i was limiting myself i was like oh i, I would limit my joy because i it was almost like i believed that there wasn't enough it just wasn't enough. That is was a pervading belief that I used to have. So I didn't want to waste water. I didn't want to waste my time. I, I had all these things, reasons why I couldn't do the things that I enjoy, and and so I decided to flip that. At that point, I was like, okay, there's got to be more things that I enjoy. You know, like there's got to be more things for me in my life that I'm going to enjoy. And so I'm going to. I'm going to flip that and I'm going to start incorporating more joy into my life. And I just did it a little bit at a time, just a little bit. Like, okay, today I'm going to eat this chocolate bar and because I want to, because it feels good, because I love chocolate and I'm going to enjoy it just for now. I'm going to enjoy it. And honestly, as I started doing that, I started realizing how good it felt to bring more joy into my life, then more became possible and more and more and more and now um, I'm doing things that I love every single day and because of that I feel more love and joy just all around for everything. Mm. and. And it's so, it's so crazy because even looking back on it over, looking back on the last two years and how, how, how much I had to even just talk myself into it. (laughs) So like some people would probably be like, "Whoa, why were you so restrictive on yourself? But it was because that's what we were, I was taught, you know, and it's just, that's all it is. It's just, we're just untraining our brain from old habits into new habits and i needed to hear and and hopefully if that's what you need to hear and i'm giving hopefully you'll hear this from me today is that it's good to feel good it's important to feel joy and to do fun things and to do things for yourself and to do things just because it brings you happiness not because you're trying to earn money, not because somebody else wants you to, not because you feel like you should do it. None of those reasons. Take those reasons off the table. What would bring you joy right now? What would feel good to you right now? I'm getting chills. So one of the ways I know that my intuition is uh, I'm aligned is I get this like feeling of chills through my body that I know is truth for me. And one of the reasons I think that is is because of how in tune I become with my feelings and how now when I can feel like oh something's starting to dip I'm not feeling good okay why what's going on here what thoughts am I thinking and what can I start to do to start to shift that so I can start moving up the emotional scale and getting more and more in tune with what I do want. I'm still not seeing comments. Is it you guys? Are you just being really quiet? Or is it me? It's probably me. Oh, it's 333! Woo! That's one of my angel numbers, 333. I love it. Just want to make sure if you guys are commenting. I want to see your comments so we can we can chat. Oh, there they are! Yeah. They're just not coming up on my phone for some reason. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Hello. Hi, Sabrina. Brandy. I've never done stuff for myself until last the last year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And how does it feel? How does it feel to now start doing things for yourself? How do you feel when you are doing? What are the things that you do for yourself that really bring you joy that you really enjoy doing? Um, I, and we'll talk about this tomorrow probably more, is one of the biggest things that hold us back that I've noticed, myself and others that I work with, um, is money. And not just money, it's it's not just a money man, it's lack. This idea of lack, we'll talk more about it tomorrow, but that... Like I was saying before, like, there's not enough time. There's not enough money. There's not enough hours in the day to do what I enjoy. There's not, you know, those are just beliefs that the more we say them, the more we create that reality. So for me, when I was younger, it was always this, like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. So then I didn't have enough time and then I was rushing around trying to do things and then I'd have to redo things and I was literally just creating that reality of not having enough time, rushing around, having to do it, having to do it again. I was exhausting myself so that I wasn't feeling like I had time to enjoy things because I was too busy trying to recuperate from all of my crazy busy doing. <laughs> and I didn't even see it as a pattern because in my mind that was just the way things went because that's what I saw my parents doing. And I love them, but they're still a little bit like that, but they're getting better. Um, Isabel says, I made it on, but a little late. No worries. Hey, Isabel. Happy, happy you joined us. Um, let me know. Yeah, let me know. So, if anybody wants to, we can do a little bit um, coaching around this so where so where are you feeling right now and if you need the emotional scale i'm gonna pop it in the comments i'm gonna put it if i can add file Okay, well, I'm going to post it in the group after this call, but the emotional scale. So I'll start by asking you, are you feeling more powerlessness, like life is happening to you, like you're not in control, you're not creative, or are you feeling more powerful and that you've got this, you're the creator of your reality, you're creating everything you want? Or, and then from there, the middle is kind of like your boredom. You're content with how things are, but and they could be better. You know, that's kind of the middle way. And then as you go up, boredom, there's contentment, optimism, hope. So, Abraham Hicks says if you can get to hope and you feel that it's possible, even if you don't know how that's going to happen, even if, like, that's one of the best places to start creating from is this idea that, okay, where I am right now, maybe I don't see it, but it's possible for me. That is a really great place to start. It's possible. Then you can start asking the universe, okay, show me examples where how this is possible. Show me what I need to do, or show me the beliefs that I can have that'll make this this real this possible for me. And then from there there's happiness, optimism, enthusiasm, passion, eagerness, empowerment, love, joy, freedom. Those are, as you move up, you want to get closer and closer to that. So where are you guys feeling today on the emotional scale? There might be a like, so I'll leave. Maybe I need to refresh. So funny, yesterday I got the comments right, right on the video. Sabrina. Seriously, this has been so synchronistic for me. I am waffling between I'm a powerhouse to how can I not enough time and money. Oh, yeah. Okay, so tomorrow's going to be a good one, too, about that. We're going to totally touch on this, this idea. Serena, love that creates from a space of hope. Oh, I love that this can be, you can create from a space of hope and this can be possible. Yeah. I mean, if that's the best feeling you can feel right now, milk that milk that, even just believing something is possible, that's, yeah, that's the best. Natalie, working on feeling more joy every day. I'm feeling close to the top of the scale today. Woo yeah, that's awesome, cool, okay. So if you're feeling close to the top of the scale, how can you, how can you feel even better? What would make you feel even better? What could you do right now that would just, put you over the top? What would help, what would make you feel like you're on top of the world? Um, this story, this story's coming to me for some reason. It's a small story, but, uh, I was, I moved downtown. I was in my early twenties and I was so excited because I was going to live in part of the city where I really wanted to live. And, um, the bus I was on the bus. The bus literally picked me up right outside my house. So my apartment and the bus stop was right here. Like I'd walk up the door and there's my bus stop to get to work. And I was so pumped about this. Like I was like, this bus rides like 10 minutes, so cool. And I was on the bus and I had this thought. It was like an inspired thought. I was like, how could this be even better? Cause I was like, I was already like, this is amazing. How could this be even better? And I thought it would be even better if the bus literally dropped me off right in front of my my work building or here, you know, and I was like, ha ha ha, laughed it off, thought nothing of it. Next morning, the bus was rerouted its regular route. They closed it off for construction, the bus was rerouted, and one of the stops was right in front of my building. I was like, wow, I definitely did that because how that was uh, anyways that was just one of those moments where I'm like I really did that I really created that yes you are creating your reality 100% of the time does that mean things are still going to happen around you that you have no control over yes there are other people creating their realities and we're all working you know in tandem with other people but that doesn't mean that you are powerless to them. You are the creator of your reality. You are powerful. You, and one of the best ways to do that is to focus on your joy. What's bringing you joy? What What makes you happy? What's bringing, what will make you, how can it get, I heard a coach say this the other day, how can it get any better than this? How can it get any better than this? Even if you just ask yourself that question, what comes up, what pops into your mind, because the downloads that you get, like, get, this was something that was a real turning point for me as well, as when I realized that the things I wanted for myself was actually the universe that wanted it for me, was, like, a whole new ball game, because when I used to think, like, I wanted something, I had that, I think it was Brandy that said it, that selfishness, I was, like, Oh, but if I want that, maybe someone else doesn't won't get it, or maybe I'm just, you know, being a little too out there or whatever, put playing myself down. But when I realize that these dreams that you have, these big ideas, if they feel big, that's maybe just the universe's way of giving them to you to get you excited. You know, these they, they are showing you what's possible for you. If you can just Trust and let go and we'll talk more about this in the next couple days, but trust and and let go of these Ideas that would stop your dreams from actually happening Like what thoughts do and here's a good question to ask yourself. What thoughts do I need to think that will create this? Even faster. What thoughts can I start to? um, Turn into beliefs what thoughts can I? Think over and over again make them beliefs to help me create this inspired future that I have for myself. Um, when I first got into coaching, even, I was like, you know, all those, as we'll, we'll talk about this in the solar plexus tomorrow, that unworthiness kicked up pretty badly, especially in my beginning of being a coach. like. Who's going to listen to me? Who's going to want to know this information that I'm learning? Who's, who's really going to believe that this is going to work, right? And um, pretty much with those, you're like cutting yourself off with, at the knees. You've heard that saying before. It's like it's like planting the seed of your desire and then taking the seed out and putting it beside the pot because you're like, yeah, that's not going to grow. <laughs> um, so how can I believe that what I want is actually true for me. How can I start to feel good? How can I start to feel good now? What things can I start to believe? In? What, what do I need to read that will help inspire me? What, who can I talk to? Who is going to help me get where I wanna go? Um, that was one of the questions before I hired one of my coaches. I said, who is gonna help me get to where I wanna go? Who is going to help me, you know? Um, sometimes when our, our ego likes to just jump in and create a story from what we physically see right now. So if you're thinking, you're like, oh, I need someone to help me. And then you think, you kind of look at who's in your your now reality. But the thing is, the people that might be in your now reality have, you've gotten you to this point. But if you want to get from this point to this point, maybe someone new needs to come in and you haven't met them yet. So you're like, okay, who's going to help me? Who, who do I need to talk to? Who is going to inspire me to believe that I can create a million dollars? Who's going to inspire me to believe that I can be the next best-selling author? Whatever it is, these big dreams that you guys want to create, start asking how it's possible instead of telling yourself why it's not. How is it possible? And how can I do it and have fun at the same time? Natalie says dance. Yeah, dance. Oh, man. Dance is one is, yes. If it brings you joy, can you do it? Even if you just, like, I love dancing. Even when I just do it in the shower, you know? It's just, like, ten minutes of that, it'll kickstart your whole day. Brandy says working on keeping my faith. Yeah. So how, how can I feel the faith right now? How can I feel good about feeling in faith? What stories do I need to hear that will help strengthen my faith? What's a, what's another good word for that? Solidify my faith in whatever it is you need to feel. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm just asking, so I want to go back to this idea of unprocessed emotions. Um, okay, there's um, so how do you know if you have an unprocessed emotion, you know? There's a couple ways, so if any of the following has happened to you in the past, if you have emotionally reacted to something you know like if someone does something and you blow up at them or you cry or something and then later you're like oh I don't know why I you feel like you overreacted that could be because there's some unhealed unprocessed emotion that you're holding on to if you ever just get like this crazy um so for me I get this real heaviness right here, right in my shoulders, and it just like weighs on me. I don't always have it. And I know it's not a physical problem. Like it's not, um, I didn't get with, or anything like that. You know, it's just like, and I only get it when I'm thinking certain thoughts. That's an unhealed emotion. There's some, un- some belief that comes up and then it creates like a pain in my body. Um, so anything where it's kind of like you think it's unreasonable, it's it's not. First of all, give yourself some compassion and credit because your body is amazing and it is holding information that it's it's amazing what our bodies do for us. To get more in, um, in touch with that information, I'm actually going to do it with you guys right now, if, if you're ready. I've done this, you've probably... Some of you may have done this with me before, not all of you, but there's a meditation that I like to do that is super helpful. So if you guys would like to do a meditation right now, so feel free to close your eyes if you can. If you're just driving and listening to this, you can always come back to it later. We're at about the 45 minute mark, I think. almost 50 minute mark, so you can come back and listen to it later. Um, But... Yeah, if you if you can, if you're in a quiet place, you can just close your eyes. And we're going to take three deep breaths, and I want you to breathe right into that sacral chakra, right into that area in your in your kind of womb area just below the belly button. Just breathe. Fill that area up with air. And let it go. Letting go completely. Let it all out. And do it again. And we're gonna do it one more time. Fill that area. And let it go completely. And you can start from the top of your head, but today I'm going to start from your toes, so see if you can really get in touch with that big toe. We'll do the right big toe. You can wiggle it just to kind of get a feel for it. See if it feels warm or cool and tingly. And then you can kind of put your attention on the rest of your toes. For me I feel like a tingling sensation throughout my toes and then you can Scan your body, beginning at your toes, going through your feet, through the soles of your feet. You don't have to do anything. This is just noticing. It's just noticing your body, noticing what's going on, see how it feels. See which sensations seem to arise for you. You can go up, up through your legs, to your calves, to your knees, Feel your knees. The backs and the front of your knees, your thighs, all around your thighs, the top, bottom. And then up through that root chakra at the base of your spine. Notice your sacral chakra. See how it felt. Is there a difference in it between breathing and till now? Up into your stomach, your back, feel your back all the way up through your torso, into your chest, and up into your shoulders, and you want to go down your arms as well. Feel into your arms and your elbows, down your arms, into your hands, the palms of your hands. So I want you just to put your hands open on your lap and feel See if you you can feel that energy in the palm of your hands. For me, it feels like a warm, tingling sensation. See if you notice anything in your hands and your fingers. You can go back up your arms to your shoulders. And if there's anywhere you want to just breathe into as you do this, that's okay too. Just add some extra oxygen and energy into that area. Into your neck. And your throat. And your jaw. You can let go in your jaw a little bit. Loosen Loosen your jaw. Let go. Your nose your cheekbones, eyes, just putting your attention now on your forehead and the top of your head. And you can quickly go back down or you can do it slowly, totally up to you, go back down, see if there's any area that's wanting your attention right now for me like I was telling you before that back of my neck and my shoulders I can just focus in whatever area it is that's calling to your attention just breathe there feel it you don't need to do anything you don't need to solve it you don't need you don't need to figure it out you just need to be with it for a second And then I want you to ask, ask your body, what are you you trying to tell me right now? What do I need to know? If you got an answer, that's amazing. If not, that's okay. Sometimes the answers come in other forms, not directly, but through other sources. So just be open to the answer coming at any point. And next, I want you to see if you can imagine or ask yourself to imagine when this feeling first arrived or what image do you connect with with that feeling or whatever just try to just let whatever needs to come come it could be a memory it could just be an image or a symbol in your mind's eye sometimes it can be your inner child, an image of your inner child comes up. Just be with her. This isn't about doing or changing. It's just about being. Being in this moment. Allowing your feelings to just come up as they may. And remind yourself that Feeling, every feeling will pass. This too shall pass. Just keep breathing. And I'll give you another minute just to feel it, just to be in there with it. When you're ready, you can come back. Open your eyes and come back to the moment. So I'd like to hear from you guys. How was that for you? Did anything come up? What part of your body maybe was feeling it? For me, when I get that, um, I was telling you guys, I get kind of like a heaviness, like in my shoulders and the back of my neck, and it's I always get this vision whenever I, I get this vision of someone like carrying the like weight, literally carrying the weight of the world on their shoulders, you know, trying to walk with the heaviness of the world, and it's often when I'm worrying about something that is not really for me to um do anything about it's like trying to control things that are outside of my realm of control and i'm trying to do it usually in a way that's not going to work <laughs> like trying to tailor my words to how to fit how someone's going to react or do something that i think someone might like, even though that maybe is not really an inspired idea, it's just something I think I should do, right? And it and what my guides tell me is that's literally me just trying to carry the world on my shoulders and it's super unnecessary. Our main focus, our purpose in life is to feel joy. So if something is not bringing you joy, what is it? And what is it about that, that we are believing that we need to do instead of feeling joy? Why do we believe that we need to force something to happen or why do we believe that we need to do something someone else says? Like, What is it that we were taught or trained to do? Because what it is now is it's just blocking our joy. And when we block our joy, we block our creative power. Ooh, Brandy said she's got some confirmation on something big. That's exciting. Cool. And what I, 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 I like to do that meditation. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out meditation. You can do it super quickly. You can just set five minutes and just sit and be, and it's, it doesn't have to be like a meditation. You're not trying to turn off your thoughts. It's literally just allowing whatever needs to come to you to come and just feel it, allow it, be with it, just being, you know. We're beings. We're not doings. So you don't have to do anything. We just have to allow. And because um, one of the easiest ways for energy to shift is when we are allowing it to it's always going to shift. Energy always in motion. And so one of the best ways is just to allow it, just allow it, you know, whatever it is, trust that whatever you feel you need to do in order to let that energy move, whether you take a nap, you can lie down, you can just sit with a cup of tea, just look at something beautiful, you know, being creative, that's all letting the energy flow on its own he says, my body told me I need to make sure I'm resting instead of always pushing through. That's a really good one. Yes. Resting. So how can you rest and feel joy? This is an interesting question because sometimes when I'm resting, I'm not feeling joy because I'm just thinking about all the things I need to do. And it's just, you know, (laughs) it's not really joyful sometimes resting for me because I'm like, I need to do something. Um, So how can resting what can you do when you're resting that will bring you joy what what feels good for you and and allows you to replenish that energy so when for me i needed to like take a bath cuz in my mind that's doing something you know i'm taking a bath i use epsom salts i do a face mask and that's that's my like self care and then i'm also just being and i'm just sitting in the bathtub maybe i have a tv show on or Um, maybe watching TV is relaxing to you and that brings you joy. Something funny, watching funny TV shows is very, brings a lot of joy. Um, anything else? What else do you guys like to do? Natalie says, a nice hot bath and watching comedy. Yep, I hear you. Me too. I love that. (laughs) Um, reading books. I love to read books, especially books where I feel they're inspiring to me when you're reading something that's inspiring you that's also a way of shifting that mindset like we were talking about yesterday when we're talking about mindset um if you feel that you have a really strong belief and you're chipping away at it or you know and like I said before what if it's easy what if it's easy what if reading a book could totally change ever just read a book and it just, you had those aha moments, like something totally shifted. I love those books. I love reading those books and I read them and I'm like, it's like I become a new person. You know, I love that feeling because that's expansion. That's growth. That's being alive. That's living in joy. And that is where you want to create from. So, um, if you need some recommendations for books that have done that for me, I have a ton and I probably, I know right off the top of my head because we're kind of talking, we've been talking about it, is Louise Hayes? You Can Heal Your Life. When I read that book and I started reading about how all I had to do was shift my thoughts, which is exactly what, and we're going to talk about this more tomorrow actually, so it's perfect. Um, you can shift your thoughts, you can change your whole life, and I just love her story and the things she says, and, and I love reading other people's stories because... When you read a story that reaffirms something you want to be true then you that is going to strengthen the new beliefs that you want to create and that's such a good feeling. So when you're like yes and it feels true to you that feels so good. Oh okay so we're at the hour mark um, I said okay so I said today that I would announce the winner of my first giveaway so where is it? So it looks to me like Amber Kelly Yay! So Amber and Kelly Amber Kelly and I, she's not on right now but um, I've already kinda talked to her. We are going to do a live coaching together, I'm going to do it live on here so you guys can see what a chakra clearing session, like a 90 minute session looks like and some of the topics that come up. I think it's going to be super cool and interesting and you guys can comment and it'll be really interactive. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. So I think we're going to do that Thursday. I'm still going to go live on Thursday, but we're also going to do that. So it'll be in in the group so you can always watch it when you have time. I'm going to do, so I'm going to do my second giveaway is I have uh, done this before, I did this on our last challenge, so I'm going to do it again is um, a crystal bracelet set. So actually I'm wearing my orange crystals today. So what I do when I do crystal bracelet sets is I do um, a session and then based on the session I come to learn more about you and what kind of energy that would really help you in creating whatever it is that you wanna create. And so, the, of course, I love crystals and crystals really create the energy that you need. Um, and I know this because I have a ton of crystals and I wear different ones depending on what I wanna create. So the orange ones for me is like life purpose, creativity, um, making my dreams come true, following my own path and creating my reality. So. Um, whatever it is that comes up in a session with me it helps me and my intuition my intuition comes in really strong for a lot of the ones I've created and I'll create a crystal bracelet set for you and I will be giving that away for free so how do you win that so show up either live or watch rewatch every single one of the videos hit hashtag replay if you're watching the replay you didn't make the live and you're watching the replay Um at the end of the 5th, 5th day, maybe I'll do it on Saturday so I'll give you guys an extra 24 hours if you miss, if you miss the live on Friday I'll give you an extra 24 hours on so Saturday afternoon I'll announce the winner so you just you just have to come in here, watch each of the videos, you either watch them live or watch the replay and then I'll put all your names into a draw and I'll draw someone and you will win a session with me and a crystal bracelet set. So super exciting. Um, thank you guys again for joining me today. I hope, I hope it helped. I hope it resonated. If there's anything, any questions you have or anything that, you know, you're still wondering about, we have three days left together. So please ask your questions in the comments and let me know, um, what you want to hear more about or less about, or, um, if this is resonating with you. Tomorrow, I'm gonna to do the solar plexus chakra. So this is the next layer. And um, I'm just gonna give you more tools and tools and stuff to create that energy that you wanna create. So thank you guys for joining me. I see Sabrina and Krista jumped on at some point. Hi, guys. Um, I'm gonna jump off, but I will see you tomorrow. Thank you, everyone, again. Bye. Oh, and one more thing before you go. If you'd like to learn more about your chakras, I highly recommend checking out episode 19, the chakra healing oracle card spread that I walk you through so you can work with your own chakras. Or if you would like to have me guide you through each of your chakras and do some healing work, you can sign up using the link in the show notes below. I hope this episode helped you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.